Bishop Matthew Adiminster is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place in Today we were looking at a subject of the principle of what? Direct what? Proportional. What you put in is what you get. Your input determines your output. Amen. You can't be a pastor, you are home all the time. Maybe you come to church only on Sunday and you expect the church to grow. It will not happen. Maybe you don't even go to the place of the worship until Sunday. You've reduced yourself to be Sunday, Sunday worshiper. Church. You can't because the work of ministry is both inside and what? Outside. There are things you plan them. There are things you do them outside for inside. Visitation, do you do visitation in the church? That when you come to church, that's, oh, Grace, today I've come to visit you. Do you do it in the church? Where do you do visitation? Outside. And it's a very dynamic tool. It's a very dynamic tool. Even though the church is it's a dynamic tool. Now, when you go to U.S. and U.K., they have what they call prayer online. Many of the churches have uh, prayer online. You just log in and the members will call in. And sometimes you can have 2,000 people praying online with their phones. You know, so even though the pastor... It's not inside the church. He's doing what? Reaching out to a lot of people. He's reaching out to a lot of people. And the same way, we must really operate. It is about what we are putting in. It's not about your title. What you are putting in. Amen. Matthew 21, we're reading verse 14. And the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who call his own servant and deliver unto them his goods. You know, the kingdom down in the church. Anytime Jesus is talking about a kingdom, he's talking about a church. 
So the church is like a man. It's like Jesus going far away. And he called his servant and delivered unto them their gifts. He delivered unto them their gifts. And unto one he gave five talents. You know, the Bible says he gave one five talents. And to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Now, he looked at the abilities. Everybody say abilities. Abilities here means your capacity, what you can be able to deliver. How many of you know that cars have capacity? How many of you know that? That's why even when you import cars, when it comes to duties, you pay according to the capacity of your car. For instance, there are some cars it can take 100 passengers and there will be no problem. But there are some cars. Uh, if you are using a boboya, and then I recently traveled to my hometown and I saw a boboya with about 50 people. Yes, they've gone for football or something like that, and they were cramped. And I looked at it and I said, This is dangerous. Including women. Amen. And so, um, if, if you have a boboya carrying that kind of people, it's very dangerous. Because a boboya has a capacity. If it's kia, uh, if it's what? Aboso crying macho. Amen. He recognized that. He acknowledged our ability. But still, he expects us to work to the full. Are you with me? Amen. So he delivered it. When you talk of several abilities, that somebody, he can, he can lead worship, he can preach, he can do some multifactor things. So this one have that ability to do certain, he'll be writing books, he'll be doing, he has several, but still, the master expects much from such person. Are you with me? So according to your ability, you must perform. You must work. Churches will not grow just because we walk in and out of church. We need to do much. What is our input in prayer? What is your input as a pastor? If, when it comes to prayer, what have you, have you taken any 
maybe you, you look at it and I want, because a pastor, you must compare the people to pray. If not, the problem will do what? Will come back to you. If you don't compare the people to pray, the problem will still bounce back to you. You are there. This one come, oh pastor, my knee, oh pastor, my head, oh pastor, this. You know, and so when you organize the people and, and you are leading them to pray, even sometimes beyond their ability, it's just because you don't want to wait for problems to come. And the people begin to have their own testimonies. They begin to experience. And this is something that you are capable of doing. Sometimes we sleep on it and we will not do it. We are waiting on to change prayer. And so, and what are the things you have to pray about it? Now, I want to help you. The things that as a pastor you have to pray about. What are some of the things? Now, before I come out, I want to know. What are some of the things that pastors you have to pray about for the congregation? What are some of the things? They are businesses and they are living. Spiritual growth. Spiritual growth is big. Know God more. Yes. Amen. Amen. So now let's put, you see, the church is a spiritual organization. And once you want to lead church, Satan will do what? Will fight you. If you are not ready, you can resign. Are you with me? I said the church is what? And so, if you want to lead, amen. So you cannot use uh, some, yeah, I mean, where some of the um, uh, some of the secular organization manuals can help, but when Satan is fighting you, when Satan is fighting you, what manual will you use? When Satan wants to make sure that what? The church? No. Some of you don't know that even after closing, the kind of demon that come to the place. And say, eh. And the devil also strategize, try to put things into place. Sometimes people come to church, when they come to preaching, they start sleeping. Have you looked at that? Why people are not active? There are some times, people don't just have passion for God. Oh, close, close. Let's, let's go. Let's go. And all these things, it will take prayer to take care of that. You take prayer. So, if you are a pastor and you also come to church and you hurry through the service, there are some of you when you come, it's familiarity. Yabo, try Yabawa Sindia. Now, I mean, then 
You just sing it. The preaching comes wow. Everything wow. You must take do some specific prayer. Strategic prayers. A minister came to see me. I think when I was going to ordain him, he came to see me that he started a church. He bought a land. The land he bought, he wanted to start to build. Land gas came. And there was scatter. That means scatter. They chased him out of the land. Then he went to find another place. He started out. Then he wanted to start. When he started building that one, they broke everything. And finally he got a place and then he built it and when they were about to roof it, he didn't have money. So he went to buy roofing sheet in um, you know, credit. And he was arrested and locked into cells for two weeks. For not paying. Now, what do you think was fighting him? And what was Satan's agenda? Because the owner now this time threatened that he will remove the roof. And he came to me and said, it's the third time. So what Satan is trying to communicate to him that my friend, just quit it. I thank God today he's doing well. Amen. So, Satan, so you as a pastor, write down this. Let, I mean, be, be very, very, you know, you need to put down what kind of prayer do you lead the people to pray? What kind of prayer? Like Apostle is saying, that Christ may be what? Formed in them. How is it to not happen? Because some of the people, the kind of things that is fighting them in their houses, before they will come to church, you have no idea. Just today, I was handling a lady. I've handled that lady. If you see the deliverance, there's something else. Something else. And if this lady is telling you the things, You've been seen physically and if such person is in your church, you need to pray. Are you with me? of miracles, signs and wonders by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus.
This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminson. He reveals the step-to-step approach about how to grow in the Word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. Supernatural faith to raise the dead. And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adamanza, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adiaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is the mastery. Grab a copy now. For what? The righteous law loveth what? His continent that upholds. That means the presence of God upholds the righteous. Those who are living their life right. Those, the righteous means those who are doing things in God's right way. That's what I was told when I became born again. I was told that righteousness is doing what the Bible is saying do. Amen. That's a simple definition. And the presence of God, God's presence would uphold them. So when you are doing what God asks you to do, His presence will uphold you. It will uphold, the presence of God should uphold your church. Should uphold what you are doing. Now let's scale back. Before the presence of the Lord will uphold your church. Verse 6. So upon the wicked. What are the wicked? Wicked spirits. We have wicked spirits. We have wicked spirit. We have wicked spirit. A pastor came to see me years ago. He was the leader of the follow-up outreach in his church. And he was really, really doing well. You know, when people come to give their life, he will go out there and then so 
His senior pastor so much loved this guy. I wonder. A lady came to give her life to Christ. A very pretty lady came to give her life to Christ. And this pastor had to follow this lady. You go and the ladies, oh, church, and this pastor would talk, ah, bring this. So about three times she was able to. One day she followed up the lady, and when she went, the lady was, oh, where are you? So I'm here. Where are you? So she opened the door, and the lady was naked. And, and the pastor kept on watching the beautiful works of God. Amen. Amen. And that day, slept with the lady. And then he went on. It became a routine. To understand now, the, the lady would tell her, Ah, but Pastor, this thing we do is small. Now, uh, you, the way you are now demanding that thing is too much. Amen. And it went on. To extend at this time, if one day that pastor did not have sex, he could not stay. They used to come to circle here and meet the nine guests. The one day, according to her, she had a warning. Are you, you are going to get HIV if you don't respect. So she went to the senior pastor and told the senior pastor, this is my experience. The senior pastor said, I can't believe how you say yes, this is what. Then they were talking, there was another pastor there. And then the pastor recommended that he should come and see. He came here and he was crying. So for me, Jenny Redu, me, Jenny Redu, all my fire is gone. Amen. Hallelujah. Because she will just follow up without what? Pray. Without pray. And by God's grace, we got delivered and so beautiful. Got so delivered and he was free. And his uh, senior pastor even called me. Uh, he thanked me that, oh, so grateful to God. So, pray strategically. Pray. Prayer should be part of you. Some of you, you know, some of you do things, no prayer. Prayer should be part of you. And that is why he said, upon what? The wicked. So, the, you need to pray and sanctify your place of worship. Uh, this is the Lady Bishop. When we were in Nigeria, one time we went for morning devotion. 
as we were praying, we saw a very short man like this standing in front of our church. I think we were five people there. So we just saw we started praying in tongues. When we say nobody said pray, we all started. Because it was so strange. A human being short as this. So we started praying. And when we, we started praying, he started getting taller and taller and taller. Then he became very tall and then he ran out. He started running away. From that day, then I said, hey. So when we went to the church, for one hour, we'll be praying. Because we saw that, no, we are dealing with certain powers. So prayer should be part of you. Don't be lazy in praying. Some of you pastors are lazy. You don't pray. Pastor, you want to work. You don't pray. You still want to stand at the pulpit and preach. And you preach and it's not effective. But you don't pray. One of the pastors, when we were transferred to go and take over, he's a pastor. But the church, well, there was no money in the place. But in a church, we didn't have any type, any person working in the government paying type. It's only a few. And, and they used to laugh at our church when we went there. We call women and children church. And it paid me when I went Oh, that woman and children only church. And, and, and we didn't have men even in the church. But the pastor that I was sent to go and relieve, he won't pray. He's always working. He will come to, they said he will come to church in the evening. And when he comes, he's even sleeping. He stand there and, and, and preach. One night, himself and the wife, they were relaxing on a, a veranda, goes by. And the demon-like ape, all as ape, walked in. When he walked in, the man didn't see it, but it was the wife who saw it. He told him, what are you doing here? Got hold of him, lifted him up, put him down, stepped on him. So the wife pleaded, Jesus, the blood of Jesus, plead the blood, plead the blood, plead the blood, plead the blood. Then the ape ran away. Three days, the affair don't die. It's a true story. It's called Samuel Ozuago, Reverend Ozuago. My wife is here. When we were transferred to the place, we, we went to, we visited him at the hospital. Where he wrote a very funny letter to Idahosa, uh, our papa. He said, transfer or I resign. When he was at the hospital, he wrote a letter, transfer or I resign. So I was sent there. We passed through the hospital. And he told my wife, hey, 
Tell your husband, you shouldn't go there. That place, you shouldn't there. So already when we're going, we're armed with this information. We're not sleeping. We're not sleeping at all. We're praying. Pray. You, the pastor, have to pray. You have to lead the church members also to do what? Pray. We need to lead them to pray. Not just, we just walked in and church as usual. No. The church, you see it, is not. We are dealing with principalities. We are dealing with the powers of darkness. Wicked spirit. Wicked spirit. A pastor came from Nigeria. He came to preach at um, Calvary Baptist here. And I, he came here to greet me. That pastor. He came here and said, oh, you've heard a lot about me. I was in Nigeria. We talked. And when he was going, Calvary Baptist said, you came by road, but we want you to go by air. So we're buying a ticket for you to go by air. He said, he took the money and still went by road. After Togo, he had an accident and died. After Togo, I know him. He came here to preach. Amen. So the Bible says, upon what? The wicked. For you to see the glory of God. Intercessory prayer. That's what the Bible says. Intercessory prayer must be made. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adamus's table. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence takes it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adamus reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with church. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the Word of God the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. 
God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. with prayer. Saturate the place with prayer. And you see itself. Lead the people to pray certain prayer. Like Apostle is saying that Christ will be formed in them. Look, sometimes some members are so stubborn. Some members are so stubborn. They are so stubborn. I remember years ago, there was a certain lady who was in this church. She was a businessman. And she could tell people, me, I'm not stupid to I mean, pay my title. So that some of mommy will be using the money to buy Dumas. Look at that. Amen. And so, you need to deal with all this kind of spirit. We need to deal with all this kind of spirit. So we need to pray. We need to pray. And deal with the principalities and powers. There are demons. All that they do is to make sure church will not grow. There's certain demon spirit. That is their activity. To make sure the church will not grow. They will make sure church will not grow. And like our last station, I remember, you, you, you know, that place church will not grow. The pastor, the church that I took over, 14 pastors, that's eight of them paralyzed. And when you are going, they will tell you the history of the church. The last pastor before the Izuago that I went, he said he slept with somebody's wife, eh? and, and, and he was arrested. And he ran away naked with towel. When you go, oh, that, that pastor, he ran away with a uh, towel covering his... You know, some funny, funny things. And you see... These are spirits that are fighting the church. These are spirits that are fighting the church. But thank God, you have the ability. You have the capacity. Everybody say ability and capacity. Hallelujah. To deal with it. You have ability and capacity to deal with it. And so... You, as, as people, must really, really, as pastors, lead the people into prayer. So unto the wicked, reign what? You pray. You command the Lord. Let's pray spiritual welfare prayer. So in the service, number one, pray what? Spiritual welfare prayer. 
spiritual warfare prayer. The wicked spirit. Wicked spirit. A man built his house. He was living in a rental premises. But this man had built a nice house. But he couldn't move into the house. One day I visited him. And the landlord was... And he said, I built my house. You built your house. Why should you sit here for this landlord to be talking rubbish to you? He said, I don't have the edge to go there. I said, let's go. We went to that place and we saw somebody has smoked cigarettes all over the place. And the funny thing is we saw a cigarette but that would fire. Who's doing this? That means the person was just around. Not knowing Dwarf spirit. I'm talking of where Shah has his studio. His father's house. That means dwarf spirit had captured the place. So we were going to another part of the district. Then we heard people talking. Who are these? We enter the room, you won't see anybody. I said, Who is playing this plant? Then you hear them, then they will laugh. <laughs> I got angry. I said, No. Mr. Frank, this cannot happen here. I started praying, commanding fire from the throne of God. The blood of Jesus went from room to room, room, and you could hear. Went there another time. Went there. Then they stopped coming. I said, Mr. Frank, pack into your house. And that's how the man moved in. You know, so we need to pray. Saturate your worship place with fire. Everybody say fire. Fire. Snares, brimstone, horrible tempest. He said, shall be the portion of their cup. He said, rain, to rain. To rain upon the wicked spirit. You rain upon every demonic entity. You rain upon. Sometimes we need to take the battle to death. Sometimes things happen one, two. We take it that, oh, it's, it's, it's natural. It's one of those things that is happening. Amen. But we need to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Now let's go to Ephesians 6, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's what I'm saying. The church is a spiritual organization. We wrestle not. 
against flesh. You need to take, when you go, take proper look at your place of worship. We wrestle not against flesh and the blood. But against what? Principalities. Every area has a principality in charge. The word principality comes from the word prince. Prince in charge. The commander in charge. Just like Daniel was praying and, and the Bible says, the very day Daniel started praying, the prince of Persia came to what? What do you mean, Daniel? Well, what do you want to do? Uh, the, uh, the 70 years is up. So you want, to, you, 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 you want to take the people back? No. The prince of Persia, because now they were in captivity in Persia, and you want to maintain the status quo. Want to be there. Sometimes there's a position you are. The devil wants you to remain there. He doesn't want you to move forward, advance. That's the prince of Persia. Sometimes your church will not grow beyond certain limit. Amen. Sometimes it will not grow beyond certain one of um, my sons in ministry was telling me, was having a certain experience. So he used to chat with me and I'll give him certain prayer. One day they were in the house and Am Roberts came, lied, and said, you will kill you. Physical, not not a dream. They fire at him. But where the bullet passed, it's only God. Amen. So, principalities and power. We shouldn't forget. You see, sometimes we, we, we get to certain things and then we get used to. There are some of you who have gotten used to deliverance. True or false? So we think things are just like that. So you need to pray. Get it. To get to a certain level and take note and do something about it. Don't just say, oh, it's, it's one of those things. One of my sons in ministry came to me. He said, something that is up in my church. I said the members are on shift. Today you have this group come. Another day and they are, as, if, as if somebody has put register down and he's, he just marking them. How many of you have had that experience in your church? So when I teach this Instead of me to continue, another group come. And I can't preach another thing. I can't continue. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. It's, it's, 
my, my first experience with that kind of spirit, I was sent, um, Reverend Maragbeth sent me to one of the branches. And when I went there, I think we were about 30. This one, every weekend, this one comes. Uh, uh, my mother have a funeral. My father, this and that. This and that. Today, the drama will come. Next Sunday, this one will Then it went on. And they will come and tell you, I'm taking permission. Hey, listen. So I prayed about it. The next Sunday, you go. A different set of people. I pray then I, I, I told them, from this Sunday to this, nobody should travel. If you travel, it's your own fault. We are going to pray. I went to check the police. Everybody was there. Hey. Amen. Supernatural faith to raise the dead. And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adaminsa, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adaminsah challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adaminsah's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence takes it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adaminsa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. It's not a joke here. We had another branch. 
Every person you take there, he will run away because of hunger. I'm telling you. I went there for three days. No food. Three days. I have no money. And the members will not even say, oh, take this and that. So I decided this thing. But I remember the pastor in charge, when he was going, I mean, he went on leave, he told me, might you go out to this place, you don't stay indoors. Go on visitation. The third day, I was so hungry, I couldn't move. Some of you think ministry, the things that <laughs> ministry will teach you, you have no idea. So I took my Bible and started going out. I walked out. I saw some um, little girls standing behind the story building and I went there. I said, where's your mom? I said, I said go and tell your mom. The pastor is here. You want to pray for you, for her. So they went in there. And then, so oh, when I went, the woman had had an accident. The leg was in the cart. It's called Mrs. Chukuma. He said, oh, Pastor. I said, oh, yes, God told me that you are here. It's God who led me. This is why I'm not lying. And when I prayed, the woman's leg began to finish. She was screaming, screaming. He put it down. And that was all. Miracle has happened. And, and then she looked at me and said, Pastor, are you hungry? Want to eat something? He saw, he, he, she really saw that I was hungry. Amen. She asked a daughter, I remember, just tell her, fish something for the pastor. You know, so then from there, that church broke through. But when the pastor came, I took the, every Every Monday, the woman recorded, in those days, we should come for 20 naira. Every Monday. So, I took the pastor to the place. And, you know, Apostle Francis, he continued to collect. You, I mean, it was, it was so nice. Everybody said it was so nice. Amen. But the answer is prayer. Your church have a need. It's prayer. Sometimes the tide goes down. It's what? Prayer. It's not, you can talk about it. You can teach about it. But, prayer. Prayer. Sometimes the congregation itself come on the attack. This one is sick. This one is, it looks like the whole church has become what? Everybody is sick in the church. It's prayer. You need to Lift prayer. You need to lift prayer. And God will. One of the things that I remember when I left Nigeria, our last station, when I visited them, you know, uh, before my last visit, the people came out, they were crying. As mighty, where have you been? Satan is destroying all your children. I said, oh, but I've taught you what you, 
to do. You know, the pastor who went there, he has no time. He locked himself in the room. Some of them had mental challenges. It's not a joke. And so I met the pastor. And the pastor told me, he said, Pastor, why are you that? You lock yourself. You see, I was out of the system. But I wanted to help the pastor. So I said, Pastor, in here, if you don't pray, you will die. This place. So, I shared something with Then he, he, he told the pastor, Matthew, talk to the people. Thank God they killed me. Amen. And I remember that day we, I, after I preached, I, I told them, I'm going to visit the pastor's house. And before I get there, I want to see Gary, I want to see Yams, I want to see everything there. When I went, he opened the door, the man was so happy. The pastor who wore monkey jacket. <laughs> the people who were calling him, uh, this pastor, he wore monkey jacket. <laughs> he was so happy. You know, it's all about you, you take things seriously. And God will turn the situation around. Put your hands together for the Lord. But against principalities, against powers, the church is fighting against powers. Your church is fighting against power. A pastor invited me to go and pray for their church. And when I went there, we praying, then I saw a group of people wearing white and they've guarded. So I told him, I said, ah, this is what I said. I said, yes. Those who started that church they were using occult powers. And that is how every night they wear white. They don't wear pints. White men and women come there, gather there, and pray. And after that, a certain spirit will come on them. And whatever happened, happened. And we have to deal with it. We have to pray. And, and by the grace of God, told me now, things are moving. So there are some things you really need to deal with it. In your Let's go back to the basics. Powers. 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 A man called me. We have bought a land. And it was close to his house. He called me and said, Pastor, what do you want to do? I said, well, I'm coming to build it. To bring a church near my house, God forbid. That's why he told Over my dead body, it will never happen. Then he did, I said, so shall it be. The following day, the man was dead. They had to go and break the door before he came out. They had to literally, and one thing that, you know, the 
daughter who came to tell me that his father is not waking up. He's a member of our church. When they forced the door open, the man was there. And I was his own daughter was telling me, he said, hey, my papa, no, no, he doesn't want to hear anything about church. So these are things. You see, said, uh, demons, you can get used to them all. Amen. One bishop was asking me, he said, um, why is it that Nigeria, all of you went there, you are so aggressive. I said, well, the demons in Nigeria, they are not civilized like the Ghanaians. Because somebody can call you a pastor. Let's bet. Your God and my God. Hey, it's simple. Bet. Your God and my God. Over there, we're not preaching Jesus loves you. Me, I don't remember one. It's your God and my God. That's all. Make we subtle. We subtle. Amen. But the Ghanaian demon, they are civilized. They are very civilized. They are nice also. Very nice. But they work as the uncivilized demons. Are you with me? So powers. Pray against powers. What the last time you pray against powers? Powers in the area. Against powers. Years ago I used to live at uh, at Chimota, St. John's. I close from all night. When I go to the junction, come and see fireballs jumping here and there. So uh, I, I was not um, driving. So I took a taxi. The taxi said, hey, pa- hey, hey, pastor, we finished or we, we are dead. I said, oh. So I got down. I started pointing my hands, praying. And I saw they were all good. Said, hey. So I cry here. Kairi Bumbum also have come to Accra here. I thought it's only, only in the village. Several of them. So the man came to St. John's, uh, where the taxis used to park. Now, where now they have the FM. I said I will go. Hey, master, don't throw. So I went and I was, he was watching. Later on he came and said, I did go. He did Hallelujah. But we have power. Everybody say we have power. We have power to deal with them. All these things. Sometimes gossip in the church. Gossip in the church. Gossip. 
You know, somebody can fly some false rumor in the church. A pastor one day called me. He was crying. It's not a, a pastor. He was crying. So I went there. What is wrong? You talk about uh, oh, a bad. What is wrong? You just start and you start crying. Amen. And what was it? He visited a member of his church. And the member went there. No, he wanted to impress the pastor. So the uh, soup he made for the husband, he used to serve the pastor. And the pastor also chopped everything. Amen. And when the man came and confronted the wife, instead of the wife to to say, oh, our pastor came here, he said he doesn't know. And the little girl, the, the man asked her, what's up for you, sir? Look, for, for almost this thing, the pastor was. For two months, he was not of himself. He said, when he went to church, he doesn't know what to do. So far, we are One day, a pastor came to see me. He, he came to our Bible school. And he lives in that area. And one pastor, you know, when he started a church there, I think he was getting members. And one pastor um, hired this gong-gong people. In Accra, here. And they beat gong that pastor is a rapist. So if you allow your wife to go there, you rape her. You allow your daughter, he's a rapist. And he came to my office. He sat down. Ah, he said, I'm a rapist. <laughs> and because of, he folded the church, he left the place broken. He has not started the church again. Up to now. He's not been able to. I'm a rapist. And everywhere, when he's coming, you know, when he's going on evangelism, people started locking their doors. Amen. But all these things, you can deal with them through prayer. Everybody say, prayer. 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 Today I'm talking about prayer. I don't know why. Let's go back to the drawing board. Against the rulers of darkness of this world. What the work of the rulers of darkness? They hide and perpetuate evil. Rulers of darkness. Their work 
is to make sure the power of darkness is ruling, having advantage over situation. Having advantage. Amen. Hallelujah. A pastor from one of the Pentecostal church, very popular church. Wife went to, they were transferred to a place. And all of a sudden, the woman started misbehaving. When they are doing worship, you can see the drums and everything. Worship. And it, it became an issue. Sometimes praise is going on. Hey, hey, stop, stop. So the headquarters wrote a letter to the pastor. Giving one month, the wife should change. So through one, Madam Saki, who used to, those of us, those of you who were at Tessano, when we were in upper room, there was one woman. She told me, and brought the woman to me crying. You know. And we prayed. But, what manifested is a spirit sent there to destroy the church. Thank God. The woman was delivered and everything beats. Amen. Wicked spirit. The next thing is wicked spirit. Wicked spirit. Rulers of darkness. Wicked spirit. They carry on executions. Wicked spirit. Accident against pastors. You know, sometimes some sickness. It's wicked spirit. So we should be praying against them. Wicked spirit. How recently? One of the young men who have a church, uh, they have come to lock their church. Why? They couldn't pay the rent. Just imagine a whole church couldn't pay the rent and the landlord have locked the church. Almost one month, no church. And the pastor came to see me here. And when, uh, so what they did was, they used to go and stand outside the church, gather the people. And one day he was there, the police arrested him and locked him. So one of uh, my sons in ministry called me and said, Papa, they blocked the guy. I sent somebody to go and work it up and get him out. And do you know what, what happened? There is a married man who is a, um, he drives this tipper uh, truck. I think he's got about three or four and he's quite, and this man, was taking care of the church 
uh, finances. And the pastor saw that, no, things were not going right. So he changed it. And the guy said, eh, he changed it. And at the same time, he was having an affair with about two or three ladies in the church. And the pastor brought sanity to the church and dealt with the man. He said, no, who won't allow you? Uh, you won't allow me. We'll see. He paid money to police just to, he said, I just want you to disgrace the pastor. So I said, okay. It's a challenge. If you want to get you disgrace, return fire. Are you with me? But the bottom line is the church was closed. The church. He hasn't done anything. No. He's an innocent person. Wicked spirit. Wicked spirit. Wicked spirit. Wicked spirit in the high places. And you need to deal with them. You need to pray. Wicked spirit. Wicked spirit. As you pray, deal with them. Hallelujah. Against spiritual wickedness in high praises. Spiritual wickedness in high praises. If, if you know, sometimes some of you here, there are some things when I. Eat, because in Nigeria, we sin it. Uh, we fuck. Oh. People can come threaten. You see, I'll deal with you openly. That's what I'm saying. In, in Nigeria, the demons are not civilized. They are. Witches can even tell people that take my faith. Make sure, take my face, go and do this man. That means you should use his face. All the witches in the area, you take my faith. Go and deal with this man. Amen. So it is prayer. It is prayer. Now, the last thing I want to talk about praying that Christ will be formed. Until Christ is formed in people, God cannot use them. God cannot use them. Not that you have a, a potential prayer. Prayer warrior who can lead the church. But he's fooling around in the church. He's fooling around. Sometimes, you see, Satan can look at somebody's destiny. Say, this person. How many of you know Ora Robert? He had two sons. He had two sons. And this man was doing great work. The first son used to follow the father. Everywhere he would follow the father. But God spoke to Ora Robert. The ministry work, this one, he can't do it. The person who will carry your anointing, his son who will carry his anointing is a musician. Widely musicianal. Richard Robert was a worldly musician. 
go a place sing with ladies. And, and so, what Ora Robert was doing is, when he's having a crusade, he called Richard. How much you will charge me to come and sing? But I want you to, you won't come and sing those songs there. Come and sing. Amazing Grace. He will charge his father. And then he will come and sing. He sing Amazing Grace. When it gets to something, Amazing it is. Don't, don't bring this one here. Amen. So the first son confronted him. He said, I'm available here. Why is that? This is your son who is always there. You are following. Then the father said, God has told me the mantle will fall. Whether it's a mistake or what. The next day, the senior son took a gun, shot himself. How many of you know that? To Robert Preston, shot himself. And, and the man was like, ah, what is it? Did I make a mistake? Meanwhile, Richard was in the world singing. So, Ora Robert came to Nigeria and Idahosa said, leave it to me. I'll handle it. I was in Nigeria when Idahosa invited Richard. We are going on crusade. I'll preach the first three days. You are going to preach the fourth day. Idahosa taught him how to By the time he left Nigeria and went God has dealt with him. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of you, the other time I said, you are sleeping. There are young men and women. We need that for ministry work. In fact, some of them, you see them fooling around at half time. To get somebody to properly be him is not easy thing. I want you to know. Not easy. It takes prayer. And you have to pray for Christ to be formed. You have to pray not only for Christ to be formed in them. You have to also pray that they will have the vision for the ministry. They'll have the vision. Hallelujah. And so, this is very important. Galatians 4.19 My little children, of whom I travail in birth again until Christ before in you. You know, Paul was Telling, you see, the church in Galatians. Some of you don't know what Paul went through. How many of you know that at a point Paul called them foolish? How many of you know that? You call them what? 
foolish. You know, Paul was so frustrated with Galatian church. Before he arrived here, Paul will preach about the gospel of Jesus. Jesus is the healer. Paul will live the next time he will come. Oh, it's not only Jesus. Oh. Moses also is a, a savior. It's not, we find another savior. It's, amen. To a point, you know, I'm telling you that for someone to, I mean, to pray for ministry to be formed in people, it's not easy. It's not easy. Not that you tell them do this. He's doing something different. Go this direction. We'll be going here. When we're in our last station in Nigeria, one of the best people, when I left, God has transformed his life. He was a weed smoker. Richard. Amen. He was a weed smoker. And he, he became, and he used to interpret for me. And people, oh, this now. And nobody, this one way, you know. But gradually. So that is the sense. As pastors, you have that responsibility. Sometimes some of you will be competing with your own children. Instead of you to give them room to grow. You'll be competing. You'll be limiting them. Instead to give them room. There are times you need to sit back. So, Paul, before he came to this place and said, my little children, of whom I travail in bed again until Christ is formed in them. He has to, they have to go through so many things. Galatians 1 verse 6. I marvel that he has so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ, into another gospel. Which is not another, but there be some that trouble you. Amen. And will pervert the gospel of Christ. Verse 8. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be a Is it in your Bible? Amen. Because he, 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 he taught them they've come from all the way and then they will change. Before Christ was formed in death, they have to go through all this. And so, you as pastors, you need to know this. 
My wife and I were discussing about when we were in Nigeria, we used to have a certain lady. This girl can sing. He will sing and people will literally cry. It's called Queen. It's very pretty girl and she can sing. That girl can sing out for church and will forget even to close. Sometimes Reverend Maragwe have to force and close the meeting. She's so anointed. But later on when I find out is going to marry a Muslim. And I remember when the married but he said, that's a queen thing there. I can't understand. He went to marry a Muslim. Very powerful lady. It's the work of what? The enemy. But thank God, the last time I checked, said he's come back. He left the marriage and he's come back to the Lord. Amen. It's because, you see, so as leader, look, identify, find out, and work on them. It's part of your prayer. It's not just a spray for people who have the desire to work for God. Jesus says the laborers are few. How will you recruit them? It is the effort of you, the pastors. It's not just you calling people, hey, you you work on them. And with prayer, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So take note. The first prayer is what? We pray against what? Principalities. Why do we need to pray against principalities? We need to pray against principalities so that they don't hinder the growth of the church. The principalities ensure that the status quo is maintained. Yeah, they don't want you to move forward. By coming to circle here for us to come here, it was God who directed it. That I should take the battle. You know, when I was coming from Nigeria, one afternoon, I was just relaxing, and I saw Jesus. Jesus came, he was dressed in a military uh, army general uniform. And he came and he told me, you, the work here is finished. Go to Ghana and start the reverence, introduce the reverence. So I was on commission, and that's why. You know, at first people came to me that I should start a church. I said, no. This is what I was commissioned to do. You know, and when I came and we started going around Ghana preaching deliverance, you know, then one day I was praying and the Lord told me, take the gate of the enemy of Ghana. How many of you know that circle is a gate? You see, when we prayed and fire descended, you people had no idea. That thing has happened only twice in Ghana church history. The first one was where? Asaman Kese. And there's the second one. Huh? No, that was a burning bush. Powerhouse 
They saw burning bush, but not church on fire. The powerhouse where Mensotabel and the rest were, it was a small group of young men. They saw burning bush light, like Moses. But this one we're talking. So God said, come here and take the bath. If I fool around, the enemy will kill me. I know. And that's why a false discipline is very, very crucial. Discipline is very, very crucial. Amen. Hallelujah. So the work of principality is to maintain that what? The church what? Going to the next level? No. Should remain here. Daniel 10. It's a long story. I wanted to know where Daniel discovered uh, that the 70 year Jeremiah prophesied about that they had to go back has come. So Daniel gave himself up. Then Daniel said, I understood by what? Books. He was reading the book of Jeremiah. Hey, uh, Jeremiah said, will be in captivity for 70 years. And then God opened his eyes by revelation that the 70 year has come. So you need to do what? Prepare and go back. And that was what Daniel was praying. And the prince of Persia came and said, what? You going where? People are not going anywhere. You stay here. Yeah, your church, it will not get over 30. Stay here. You going hundred? No. Don't go hundred. Stay here. Because every church has a strength. When a church gets to this level, it has a strength. When a church gets to hundred, it has a strength. What it can do. And we're talking about capacity. So the enemy wants to maintain. Sometimes he wants you. I once went to London, and a friend invited me to preach in his church. And some of the leaders have done something. He was so angry. He took the microphone and said, Me, if one person, Rachel, will stay here, me, I worship with him. One went to myself, what, what were you preaching? You were enforcing Satan's agenda. Will you be happy if only one person sits with you in this church? Come on, go back and change it. Sometimes out of anger we say things. Are you with me? We say things and the devil will hold it. In the third year, verse 1, in the third year of Zaros, king of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel, whose name was called but Seshiza. And the thing was true. But the time appointed was long. And he understood the thing. And had understanding of the vision. Amen. Because 70 years. The people have been told. Oh, Jeremiah said oh, 70 years. 70. By the 70 year. In fact when you check. It was over. Ten years. And nothing was happening. God can speak about your destiny about something. But if you don't enforce it with prayer, it will remain. 
And so now you're going around the circles. And that's what the people were doing. Oh, seven days. Oh, Jeremiah. Oh, the prophet. Oh, don't you know the prophet? But they had no revelation. You can know the scriptures, but no revelation. Then Daniel read the thing, and he had what? Revelation. God opened his eyes and said, the 70th year is what? Is, is now, this is the time. Verse 2. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. That means fasting three weeks. When he had a revelation, he followed it up with fasting and prayer. It was not just Amen. Verse 8. Therefore I was left alone, and I saw this great vision, and there remained no strength in me, for my commonliness was turned in me into corruption. I, res- I retained no strength. Yet heard I the voice of his words. And when I heard the voice of his words, then was I in deep sleep on my face, and my face towered the ground. And behold, an hand touched me, which set me on my knees upon the palm of the hand. And he said to me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understood the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright, for unto thee I am now sent. And when he had spoken these words unto me, I stood trembling. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thy heart to understand and to chasten thyself before God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. By the prince of the kingdom of Persia, who stood me one and twenty days, but lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to me and remained there with the king of Persia. That means they were fighting. Angels fight according to right. So God sent in Michael to come and fight. But it depends on the prayer strength of who? Daniel. It's not something automatic. Amen. So, the time had come but the principalities and powers would not let them. Sometimes the time has come for you to build but the principalities and powers will uphold you. Sometimes the time has come for you to plant several churches but the principalities and powers would uphold you. They will not even give you a desire. Sometimes the time has come for your breakthrough to happen. But the principalities and powers. So the work of principalities and powers in your area is to check churches so that they will not go beyond. Your work is to check churches. Some of the things you see on internet against your pastors doing is 
designed by principalities and powers so that people will talk against the church. It's not against those individuals, but just to make people angry against the church. Oh, nowadays this is what church they do. Oh, you know, and people now begin to say, Me, I need to cry, I made me cry, I It's all part of it. Amen. Everybody say principalities and powers. They won't let your vision expand. Sometimes you are pastor in one place, you can sit on one church, a few people, and you are not going forward. The work of the principalities and powers. If they cannot completely destroy what you are doing, they just want you to mark time. You mark time there. I dare not say, so you the pastor will be marking time marking time so that you not meet your God given agenda may God give us understanding until Daniel came to the understanding said I understood by books I've read the books and received revelation you were just marking time. May God give you the grace so that you don't mark time. You don't mark time. Hallelujah. Powers are there to make sure to meet. You know, the, how many of you know that the power of God is real? And powers are there to distort the power of God. And it also oppose the power of God. The Holy Ghost anointing to flow. He never oppose it. The powers come and sometimes in the church, people are sleeping. Powers come and they make sure people cannot exhibit the power of God. May God give you understanding. Hallelujah. Let's be on our feet. You pray. Command fire. That they cannot stand. When I, 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 I used to go to Kanishi and preach there, and, you know, I stopped going. I was told that some, some people were jubilating. He's not coming there anymore. Amen. So, because... You need to position yourself. Wherever you are. Let me tell you, if you don't do this, you will sleep in your church. You are only waiting. Lift up your hands. Say, Lord, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. In the name of Jesus, I position myself to receive revelation, to position myself and receive blessings for your church. I move forward 
every principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, that want to fight against me and my church, whatever that I'm positioned, in the name of Jesus, I break their strong plates. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. One of the things that you need to pray is God should break the staff of the wicked. Everybody say, the staff of the wicked. You see, the staff of the wicked is his authority. It's his authority. Amen. Isaiah 14, 5. The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked and the scepter of the rulers. The staff of the wicked. That is, uh, and in Isaiah 26, and he said, Let favor be shown to the wicked, yet will he not learn righteousness. So after the wicked, if you, you say, Oh, I won't touch him, so I, he will not learn. Are you with me? You will not learn. Amen. And in Isaiah 48, 23. There is no peace, say the Lord, unto the wicked. Everybody say, there is no peace. And there should be no peace against the wicked. Every wicked spirit, I command fire, I command snare, I command brimstone from the throne of God against them. In the name of Jesus, clap your hands and pray.
Hallelujah. We're praying our last prayer. One of the things and one of the mandates of the church is to rule in the midst of the enemies. Psalm 1110 verse 2. You know, the church is a force. Everybody say it's a force. And the church must rule by force. It's not that people open their arms to you. No. They will fight you. You want to build. They will fight you. You want to buy a land. They will fight you. You want to grow. They will fight you. Amen. So God wants you to do a rule at the midst of your friends. Oh. You rule. That's the mandate of the church. Rule in the midst of what? So by all means, you have enemies around. Have enemies around. Amen. Lift your right hand and say, Lord, through me, you will rule in the midst of my enemies. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I receive the rod of your strength. The rod of your strength. The rod of your strength. I will rule. I will do great and mighty things in the midst of my enemies. In the midst of opposition. In the midst of challenges. In the midst of obstacles. I will rule. I will rule. Clap your hands and pray. Hallelujah. Now our last prayer is Ezekiel 28 verse 2. Now God is saying, He said, Son of man, say unto the prince of what? Tarots. Sometimes you speak to the prince. Parity. You speak to the principality. 
who is to resist him? Speak to the prince of tyrants. Amen. He said, Thus says the Lord God, because thy heart is lifted up, and thou hast said, I am God, and I sit in the seat of God. Hey! Zio! Prince, principality. He said to Ezekiel, Look, me, I'm a God. Oh. You serve the Jehovah God, but me too, I'm one. And I will sit in the seat where God sits. That is where I'm going to work. So, principality can assume the position of God. Say, I speak to every principality. Ruling where my church is located. Tonight is your end. In the name of Jesus. You cannot take the place of God. You cannot take the position of God. In the name of Jesus. Leave. Leave. I remove your seat. I remove your seat in Jesus' name. Clap your hands and pray. Amen. Write down the scriptures. Lamentation 4.1 How is the gold become dim? How? God intends to make it gold, but it has become what? Dim. How is the most fine gold changed? The stones of the sanctuary are poured out in the top of every street. How could it change? Amen. 
And then Jeremiah 52. Write this one also down. Verse 31 going. And it came to pass in the seventh and thirtieth year of the captivity of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, in the twelfth month, five and twentieth day of the month, that evil Maradoc, everybody say evil Maradoc, king of Babylon, in the first year of his reign, lifted up the head of Joachim, king of Judah, and brought him forth out of prison. You see, Daniel's prayer changed things. Prayer Daniel prayed. A king called what? Evil Maradoc. A king that his name was, it starts with what? Evil. Lifted up. And he rather favored Joachim. He changed his prison clothes. He said, now you will sit with me here. They started paying him. Restore wages. Hey! He was in prison. They changed his prison clothes. So every evil Maradoc, evil Maradoc rather doing favor, that will be your portion for the man. May God bless you. May God keep you. And may the hand of God be upon you for good. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema, Nkrumah Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the Bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any of the numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300 944 023 Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.